0: All right. Hello everyone. I'm, uh, let's see what day is this. This is the 24th of September and I, apparently all hell's breaking loose in Louisville last night, um, over this, uh, this shooting, uh, uh Brianna, I can't remember what her last name is. Uh, I probably should know, but uh, I really honestly didn't pay much attention to it because those, from what I'd understand originally, it sounded like it was, uh, uh, it was a good shooting and it turns out it was, um, the mainstream media continues to say that it was, it was, they were serving a no knock warrant, which is absolutely untrue. That's not what they were doing. The uh, police footage shows that it, that wasn't a no knock warrant. They actually knocked on the door. They actually knocked it on the door of this guy's house or apartment and was quizzed by, I guess, someone who was living next door. Uh, so you know, at the end of the day, I'm sure the grand jury was like anybody else. I mean, you would want to charge these guys with something if you could, if you could, because it's going to stop all of this violence, you know, or or you think it will, it's not going to, they wouldn't have been happy if you'd executed these guys on the street. They still wouldn't have been happy because at the end of the day, it's not about this at all. It's not about this at all. And if you, if you've got two brain cells to rub together, you know that. So, I mean, unless I'm, Preaching to a bunch of Democrats that are listening to my show, you probably agree with me on this because at the end of the day, this may and it's tragic what happened. This girl should not probably have died, but I don't know about you, but I was told a long time ago when I was very young, you are uh, you are judged by the people you, you keep company with, and uh, if you're hanging around a bunch of drug dealers and a bunch of thugs, which these guys are, you know. Don't give me that crap. I saw a guy on TV or on on a on a show today, uh, talking about um, you know how he felt that the the state was a hundred percent responsible for this. Well, when when the camera swung around, he looked like a thug. I mean, I mean, he looked like a thug. And I mean, you can say what you want about me. You can say I'm a I'm a racist or whatever. No, this was an observation. The man looked like a thug. And what's a thug look like? It looks like somebody who's a badass who thinks he's a badass wearing a hat. You know, a a stocking hat, a bunch of bracelets on, big ass medallion hanging around is just a big guy and with an attitude. That's a thug. He's saying it was 100 percent the state's fault. Well, that's couldn't be further from the truth. That just shows you have no IQ. This is low IQ uh, news here. Low IQ. You can tell how stupid and and I don't know about you, but I have found in the past, in the last two years. um, No, let me let me go back in the last four years, ever since Trump was elected, probably five years uh, at the end of the day, because it was prior to the election, I started finding out who my, in my, 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 my circle of trust, uh, people that I associated with, I started finding out which ones, uh, which of them, um, I'm not saying they're stupid, but I'm saying that they, they don't know how to do critical thinking and that they sometimes run on emotion rather than, intellect you know what i mean and you've you've probably met people like that it doesn't matter what you could show them or prove to them or or not convince them but i mean show them evidence show them certain things that have happened that that you're not aware of you know and they still no matter what it is they hate trump and that's just it that's no i i had someone actually well i I won't even go into it someone close to me say the other night at, 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 at an event we were at um, that, uh, uh, she wasn't voting for Trump and it didn't matter who it was. She was going to vote against him no matter what. Well, that's just a stupid thing to say in my book. That's stupid or ignorant, probably better. And I know you're not supposed to use the word retarded, but it's ignorant. That just, it just shows you have no idea what you're talking about. And, um, there's a lot of people like that out there, um, they, they seem to think they know what they're talking about because they watch CNN and MSNBC. And naturally, it's an echo chamber. They, they're not there to give you news. They're there to basically make you feel good about the choices you've made. So you hate Trump. And now we're going to tell you why that's a good thing. That's ridiculous. That's no way to do this. So getting back to this, this Brianna, uh, that makes me mad. I can't remember <laughs> what that gal's name is. And, and uh, I should know that. Um, it's, it's, it's bugging me, uh, Breonna Taylor, Brianna Taylor. That's who it was. Uh, supposedly she was studying to be a nurse or she was a nurse, but the story they're telling you is that, and what they're wanting you to believe is they're wanting the masses to believe. Now this is the, the uh, you know, people with, uh, low information, low information voters. They want them to believe that she was just laying in bed, you know, with her wonderful boyfriend and that the cops just busted the door down and started shooting up the place. Now, you know as well as I do, that's not, even if that, even if I didn't know the facts, I would know that that story is not true. Just common sense would tell you that's not true. Okay. It it turned out, turns out, turns out they didn't answer the door. Okay. Now, I don't know if you know the story, but I mean, from what I've understood and what I've heard from four or five different sources, not just sources that I listened to other sources, some of the sources I listened to even had it wrong. They're saying it was a no knock warrant. It wasn't. It wasn't a no knock warrant. They actually knocked on the door. These three police officers showed up, knocked on the door, tried to get the attention of whoever was in there, um, didn't hear anything, no response, and did this several times. You know trying to get trying to get someone to come to the door to open it and they had a warrant you know a warrant for this guy apparently this guy's arrest if i'm not mistaken or a warrant to search the place and i think it was a warrant i'm I'm not 100 sure on that but nonetheless the point is is if you don't answer the door they're coming in okay and they were using they got to the point where they they said hey you know he's not going to answer the door we can't pick the locks we're going to knock the door down so as they were knocking the door down Apparently this, this Brianna Taylor's boyfriend. Now, apparently this is where it gets a little, a little sketchy because apparently she's got another boyfriend and he must be a psychopath of some kind. So the story that they're saying is, is that the the Brianna, well, Brianna obviously is not saying anything, but the story that's being brought forth by her boyfriend was that the guy that she was seeing prior to this, they were afraid that's who it was knocking on the door. Now, I don't know about you, but I've never usually had a, a boyfriend or anything say that they're the police. So this isn't a huge mansion either. I think what I saw, it's it's an apartment complex, and it was pretty late at night or early in the morning. So my guess is you could probably hear them when they said, police open up. You know, we have a warrant to search the premises or we're, we're here to arrest somebody. My guess is the guy panicked, uh, her boyfriend, her new boyfriend, okay? she's in there with now they're they're trying to say that she was asleep and she got shot and and, now it's nonsense she was in the hallway apparently when he started shooting into the door okay as they're trying to knock it down well i mean i don't know about you but shooting at police is probably not a good idea i you know i can't say that i know everything but i'm pretty sure that i was taught when i was a kid not to shoot at the police okay so he he chose to do that when he chose to do that apparently he was he was um i heard something and I, I i don't know if this is true but i heard he was he was uh actually uh protecting himself with some kind of a, a shield I, I don't know if that's true or not <clears throat> and that's why i don't think he was injured or or killed so um i guess this one of these cops went a little nutty and started shooting in there must've hit this gal several times and shot into the, to the uh, apartment next door. So actually he's up on charges for, um, um, I guess it was, there's a word for it, but, uh, uh it's basically a class D mean- a misdemeanor <clears throat> or class D felony. It's really not much for anything. Um, uh, <clears throat> I think he quit the force right after this, which is, you know, unfortunate, but, uh, I think, I think he, uh, uh I mean, he may, he may be facing a civil, uh, lawsuit from her family and so forth. So that, that'll be an issue down the road. But, <clears throat> uh, so <clears throat> he's firing into the door, they return fire and they kill her. You know, it, tragedy. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't think anyone should be killed. Um, but again, you go back to, uh, you are the people, uh, the, the company you keep. And I've always told my kids that, um, uh, you start hanging around with, you know, lowlifes, uh, people will assume you're a lowlife um, guilt by association, I believe is a a great term for that. So at the end of the day, I I really don't, I I, I don't see anything wrong with this. A good, good shooting, a tragedy. Absolutely. Um, one of the police officers got shot. No one says anything about that. You know, that's because they're, they're horrible human beings, apparently. So what are we doing down in Louisville? We're tearing, we're tearing that place up, apparently. I mean, rioting and, and, you know, during the day, See, that was the, 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 you know how it works. During the day, we're peaceful. That way the, the media can come in and say peaceful protests and we we'll go through the whole thing and we make up stories and make it sound like, oh, the police are just horrible people. and, and, and But then when dusk hits, you ever wonder why they have a, um, a curfews at dusk? There's a reason for that. Cause all the bad stuff happens when it gets dark. Cause the bad guys come out of the good, out of the woodwork. And they did last night. They are actually unloading, uh, you know, this is Antifa and, uh, Black Lives Matters who they'll try to tell you is a, you know, local organizations. And they're not, they're not, uh, uh, they're not coordinated with, you know, which is nonsense because they were backing up U-Hauls that had these shields in them that somebody brought to the place uh, rented the truck. I mean, somebody's got to have the money to do that. And, uh, I guarantee it's none of these people because none of them have jobs and they're being probably paid by George Soros and those, a group like him. I'm not saying George Soros is completely responsible for all this, but he's responsible for a huge chunk of it. So, they're they're just tearing things up. And this is going to go on until November it, it, and probably past that. 2020, I predict, is going to be a really bad year. It really is. And it, hopefully it won't reach um, the suburbs and the rural areas because uh, <laughs> I just don't think these people understand who they're dealing with out in the suburbs and the rural areas. There's a reason 9 million uh, guns were bought over the past three months. Okay. The people are arming up. Okay. And that's one of the reasons that the Supreme Court justice that's going to be appointed is very important because these Second Amendment, um, the Second Amendment's got to be strong. You've got to be able to carry a gun. You have to be able to protect your your uh, your personal property, your family, um, your home. uh, And and, uh, you know, Castle Doctrine should be uh, something that's, uh, you know, 50 states should have this, including the territories. Castle Doctrine i shouldn't have to retreat i should be able to defend myself and uh you know if everyone was <laughs> if everyone was armed there'd be a lot less of this because i don't know about you but i'm not going to take on somebody who i think may have a gun and if we all if we all had that opportunity to be you know packing um uh, there'd be a lot less of confrontations i know in chicago again, you go back to black lives matters. Apparently black lives matters everywhere, but Chicago. So some lives matter, some black lives matter. I think they should get t-shirts that say that because really at the end of the day, it's some black lives matter. Not, not all, not all, because they don't care. Um, gang violence in, in the, in the inner city of Chicago in the South side, black on black. No one gives, no one cares about that. Even if, even if eight year old dies, no one cares. No one says a word about that, but God forbid a cop uh, shoot somebody uh, in self-defense, and then the whole world turns upside down. There's something wrong with that with that uh, with that scenario. I mean, any rational human being, and I'm and I'm, 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 I'm painting a pretty uh, broad with a pretty broad brush here. Any rational human being should see that. And if you don't, then somewhere along the line, your wiring got screwed up. Because no one wants someone coming to their home and burning it down or attacking them or attacking their family or burning their car. No one does that. No one. No one. You can't look me in the eye and say that that's okay. that I'm just supposed to walk away and allow them to to steal everything I've got and tear it down and then possibly burn it and maybe kill, you know, me or my family. No, no, no rational human being says that. So this is all fake. At the end of the day, they're, they're talking about things and positions that do not exist. They're making this up and they're doing it to try and disrupt an election, which they're going to lose. I just talked to a truck, a trucking friend of mine. He was, he was on his way to Los Angeles and, um, he said, he said, Damon, he said, uh, i've never seen anything like it he said nothing but trump signs as far as i could see this is in california folks in california and they're going to try and tell me that joe biden's ahead nationally in california there were nothing but trump signs near la come on to use your head folks don't listen to these polls these polls are nonsense at the end of the day he's probably gonna win in a landslide that would be my guess now they're going to try and steal it, and they're going to change some of the votes. They're going to try this mail-in thing, but at the end of the day, I think this is a setup for what's coming in 2024. I really believe that. They think they—they're pretty sure they've lost this one. There's no getting around that. They've got an idiot for a, a candidate, an old man who I still think is going to be replaced. I think Hillary Clinton's going to walk. She's going to find her way into this, but even with her, you're still going to get beat. The, the, the Democratic Party is lost right now. It is a rudderless boat at sea, and, and it has no direction. And when you've got Trump signs that you can see from the highway in California, one of the bluest states in the union, then you've got a problem as a party. And uh, I think people are rejecting the Democrats. You know, you've, got, you've got Hispanics, uh, blacks, uh, Latinos. Uh, Well, Latinos and Hispanics, same thing. But but these groups that normally wouldn't vote for a, a Republican are finding out they're looking at Trump and going, you know, this guy's really not a Republican. He's more of a center right Democrat. And a business Democrat is basically what he is. So I think people are beginning to, to wise up to this thing to wise up to this thing. So we'll see what happens, but uh, uh, I just had to say something about Louisville because that is a, a disgrace. And what's funny is it's getting, that's in actually a red state. So it's, it's, it's starting to spill over into uh, areas that you wouldn't expect this because uh, I, I really didn't expect anything to happen in Louisville. Uh, in, in, a, in I mean, that's, that's um, um, Oh, shoot. Who is that? Who Who's the Senator there? Uh, Rand Paul, Rand Paul, that's Rand Paul's state. So I, 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 really surprised me when I saw that, that, but you know, you did have a shooting and, and they're making it a national, uh, event. So yeah, I can see where you could conjure up some people. I guarantee most of those people are doing the rioting and looting probably aren't even from, from Kentucky. They've probably been bussed in or, or, you know, and brought in to do this for them. So that's the kind of people you're up against so anyway well until next time i will talk to you later hello everyone i'm back back on the air i was wanting to talk about uh today i wanted to talk about uh, the election and the upcoming election it's actually uh the first debate it's the eve of the first debate or no, it is the tonight is the first debate, so that's going to be interesting. I probably won't watch it. I don't like doing that. I'd rather I'd rather watch snippets of it afterwards because it bores me to tears. It really does. It I, I it's going to be. I think it's going to be embarrassing for uh, Joe. I, I really do. I, I don't think he's capable of doing this. But that's you know to be remains to be seen. But uh, I I I just want everybody out there to know. Anybody that's uh, planning on voting for Biden, um, you are going to be sadly disappointed, I do believe, if, if uh, the uh, attendance at rallies is any indication, which it was in 2016. Uh, I remember back in 2016, I was telling everybody I knew, I said, you know, it's really weird. I said, I have not seen a you know Clinton uh, bumper sticker or a Clinton flag or a Clinton uh, sign in anybody's yard all I see are Trump's, you know, and I thought that was a little weird because they kept telling me that she was going to win and it was just going to be a bloodbath that it wasn't even close. And I believe the New York times said, uh, on the eve of the election that, uh, uh she had a 91 or no, 95% chance of winning, you know? So, so I think we're looking at that same thing right now. I honestly believe it's going to be a bloodbath. I'm thinking from what I've seen and what I've read and what I've heard, uh, the size of the rallies, the enthusiasm, it's going to be really sad for Joe. I think the Democrats are going to uh, really rue the day that they decided to pick him. I still think that Hillary Clinton is going to come out of the woodwork and and be involved in this at some point. I don't think Joe's going to make it to the finish line. He looks terrible. Uh, he's stammering. He's stuttering. He, he can't finish a sentence. I, I just don't think he's going to be around. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. So um, uh, if, if in fact, it won't matter. It won't matter at the end of the day because Clinton would, would get beat as well because she's hated by most people in the United States. Uh, but she did get, you know, 62 million votes last time. So uh, if you were going to pick somebody, that would be your replacement, and that's who you would pick. But uh, I really believe it's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be sad. If, if there was any indication, if there's any indication that's overwhelming as far as your visuals are concerned uh, Just need to look at the rallies uh, The other night I was watching one I don't know where Trump was at I think he was in Ohio And he had he had he uh, he was standing up there on his podium And I don't know if you've ever seen any of his rallies But most of the time They have the camera trained on him Exclusively They don't show the crowd They don't show anything They, they keep it trained on him Because they don't want you to know How many people are there Well he called him out on it the other night he said, "You know the fake the fake news never shows who who's in this crowd or how big the crowd is." He said, "They never." He said, "They never take it off me. They keep it right on me." He said, and "That's it. No, no, no deviating. No to the left. None to the right." He said, "They're all fake news. They're all fake. They're horrible people." He kept just going on and on. Well, it just so happened one of the guys that was uh, uh, recording, he did pan the crowd. Okay. Now, that entire stadium was full. There was probably ten or 12,000 people inside the stadium. It was an outdoor event. And there was probably... I mean, there was not a seat vacant in this place. And he panned it behind him as well. Okay, now there's a, there's a, a line of cameras that sit directly in front of Trump at the back of the venue. Okay? And they panned that around. It was amazing. As far as you could see outside... The entire 180 degrees behind him, behind that camera, nothing but people. A sea of people. Okay? Now, turn to a Joe Biden event. I think it may have been in Ohio. It was one just lately. It wasn't something real old. Um, There were a total of probably 12 people at this event. 12 people. It, It was so small... That they recommended we have a group photo. That's how bad it was. I mean, there was there, there were places there. There were probably enough room there for a couple of thousand people. He had nine people. Jill Biden, his wife. As he always says, I'm Jill Biden's wife. Yeah, okay, that's, that was funny once, but not too many more times. So, anyway, she was in an event in Maine. And she was giving a speech. Now, naturally... The mainstream media made it a big deal. They showed her face in front of a Biden uh, poster. In front, you know, she was standing in front of a microphone and she was talking. Uh, the picture was snapped, and it said uh, something about hope and change, and uh, you know, we can be better, and we'll change this, and we'll change that. Okay, fine. That was the headline. But here's the funny part: there were seven people there. Seven people at Jill Biden's. Uh, at Joe Biden's event Jill not you know his wife now I, I don't know how anybody in their right mind could think that this guy has any any hope of a chance of winning I, I've had friends uh, drive from uh, all over the country I got a, a buddy that drives truck uh, over the road he went to he went to California the other day up to Los Angeles he said Damon he said there was nothing but Biden signs the entire way he said I didn't see a Biden or I mean not Biden sign there were nothing but Trump signs the entire way. Trump signs He said I didn't see a Biden sign anywhere He said I may have saw one or two the whole trip You know so it, it It's it's pretty sad what's going on here Because they're going to get They're going to get curb stopped is what they're going to do It's going to be embarrassing Now are they going to blame it on the Russians again I wouldn't It wouldn't surprise me It wouldn't surprise me um, You know Nancy Pelosi has said herself She's, she's not going to impeach him You know because it'd be a waste of time and i agree with her on that i do agree with her on that uh she's saying it's a waste of time because he's not going to win so what's the point that's not the case we're both on the same page on this one i bo- I, I firmly believe that she's right that uh, that it is a waste of time but there's there's her her reasoning and mine are completely different because yeah it would be a waste of time it's not going to stick and uh he is, going to, he is going to win re-election. I, I firmly believe that. Even with the mail-in, uh, mail-in ballot uh, fiasco, that's actually turning on them. They're finding out that this isn't working the way they thought it was going to. Uh, it, it's turning into the debacle for the, for the Democratic Party, this mail-in voting. It's not working the way they thought it was going to. Uh, mail-in voting is way down over what it, it has been in the past. They're, they're, it's not working the way they thought. And I think that's funny. That's that's hilarious. That, that that it's 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 backfiring on them. So anyway, um, my prediction, uh, if I had to have a, a prediction, would be, uh, I think it's going to be a landslide, uh, probably historic uh, or around historic. It's probably going to be around 362 uh, uh, electoral votes for uh, Trump. Now, will it be will it be decided that night? I don't know. It depends on this mainstream media. It depends on how big of assholes they want to be. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if you didn't know until the following day now they're going to say oh there's a whole bunch of outstanding uh, uh, mail-in ballots out still outstanding we've got to wait nine days okay wait nine days whatever he's still going to win he's going to get a that that, uh, Supreme Court justice is going to get confirmed and he's going to win a reelection. and you're going to you're going to be stuck with him for another four years And, and there will be more of this they'll come up with something else I mean the thing that made me believe that they're desperate is the fact that they re they dug up this tax uh, his his income taxes again. That's all you got. You're saying he didn't pay enough income tax. Well, I don't know. It seems to me that if you know anything about finance, you would know that that isn't how the the world works. Billionaires don't operate like normal people. Okay, you and I. When we get our taxes done, we take our W-2 in. You know, we have we take it to a, an accountant. takes them 15 minutes to do your taxes. You have so many deductions. Uh, you know how it works. They sit in front of their computer. They come up. They say, okay, you paid in this much. This is how much you owe. Or, or you paid in this much. This is how much you're getting back. That's it. Okay? Now, they're saying right now that... Donald Trump only paid $750 in income tax in 2016. But what they fail to mention to you is the fact that he'd already paid in millions of dollars in taxes. They have to pay their taxes quarterly. Quarterly. Okay? And then, when you've got billions of dollars and billions of dollars in assets, and you've got businesses running all over the country, it takes a while to come to a conclusion you, you you hand this over to your team of accountants and they come out they figure out okay you've got you've made this amount of money you owe this amount of money and then and, when, and then we do the math and guess what he owes 750 bucks he owed he, he, he wrote a check for $750 dollars that's how good his accounting accountants are they got it to that to that close that's pretty impressive you got to admit that's pretty impressive he, they could pull that off so whoever he's paying to do his accounting, is 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 wonderful. I don't know who he uses, but uh, they seem to know what they're doing. Because I tell you what, at the end of the day, no one, no one has ever said in the history of mankind, "Oh, I want to pay more taxes than I have to." No, no one's ever done that. You don't do that. I don't do that. There's no one on the planet that does that. You take advantage of every single deduction, every single credit you can get. And you, and you go from there. If it's legal, I'm going to do it, okay? That's how it works. To say that he hasn't paid his taxes is a bunch of nonsense. That's how desperate these people are. The left can't figure out. They can't figure out why America loves this guy. They can't figure it out. Well, I think they can. They just don't want to admit it. They know that he is, he is the guy who's upset the apple cart. That's what it is. They had a great gig going on here. They could do insider trading. They could sell their their selves to the uh, to the highest bidder. All that he's he's put he's put the screws to that. Now all of a sudden we can't do that. I think it's wonderful. When he said drain the swamp, if you thought it was only going to take four years, you were dreaming. Because I tell you what, it took a long a lot longer to to uh, create that swamp. It really did. This swamp has been being built for the last forty or fifty years, ever since World War II and probably prior to that. So it, it's it's amazing what's going on. And it's amazing that people still will say, well, he's just a terrible human being and I'm not voting for him. And I'll vote for a, a basically a cadaver as opposed to Donald Trump. That's pretty stupid. I got to tell you, that's just being stupid. You're not using your head on this one. You know, you really need to start thinking about this. Again, it doesn't matter to me. I, you know. Missouri, Missouri's going to go red anyway. It really doesn't matter here in Missouri, but in the swing states, it means a lot. You know, a couple thousand votes can mean all the difference. Can make all the difference. That's why he's. That's why he's never been to Missouri. He knows he's going to win Missouri, and I don't blame him. That's what I would do. You think he's going to go to California uh, uh, and, you know, campaign? Why would you go to California? You're going to lose California. California will go blue. It may not go as blue as it did. It may be getting close. I don't know. We'll see. The coming the coming month will tell. But uh, at the end of the day, Missouri will go red. So he's not going to stop in Missouri. He's going to stay in those swing states. That's the ones he has to win: Ohio, Pennsylvania, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Florida, South Carolina, places like that. You have to. You have to. You have to campaign in these places. Hillary Clinton didn't do that. Hillary Clinton did not do that in the in, in the Rust Belt. That's why she got beat. Okay. Now Biden, on the other hand, uh, he works like three days a week. I didn't know the presidency or campaigning for the presidency was a part-time job. That makes no sense. That's why this guy can't be trusted. He's going to be taking a nap, you know, when something serious happens. So I, I I don't know what you people are thinking. Now, if you gave me a good candidate. If the Democrats had a good candidate who who actually had a platform that made sense, uh, wasn't so radically left, I I would be you know I would be tempted to vote for them. I'm not saying Trump's the perfect guy. He's the perfect guy for right now. You know he may not be the perfect guy in you know another four years. Who knows? Who knows? I mean I'm not I'm no I'm no Republican by any stretch of the imagination. The problem is the Democrats have gone so far left that I look Republican. My thoughts, my beliefs now look Republican. They look conservative compared to these nitwits that are running the uh, DNC. And that's what's killing them. They're not, they're going with, they thought this Black Lives Matters and uh, uh, this Black Lives Matters thing was going to take off and and be uh, uh, a driving force. It's not, it's not. You're talking about an approval rating of less than thirty percent for Black Lives Matters in the United States right now. It's a, Marcus, a Marxist, uh, self-proclaimed Marxist uh, organization in their in their uh, in their uh, uh, manifesto. When they talk about it, they are a Marxist uh, organization. Yeah, they're communist, right down the line. So yeah. Most people in the United States don't think that's a good idea. And I don't blame them. It's not. It's not. It hasn't worked. It never will work. I mean, honestly, you want to live like Cuba does? I don't. I certainly don't. I certainly don't want my children and my grandchildren to live like they do in Cuba. I mean, it, 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 are, are, you know, and then you go to socialism, you want to be like Venezuela. And then people can say that that's not how it works. It, it, don't give me that democratic socialist nonsense. At the end of the day, It's socialism. And the problem with socialism is that eventually you end up running out of someone else's money. I think Margaret Thatcher said that, and she was dead on. So, anyway, that's about it. Good evening, or good morning, or whatever whatever applies. Uh, so I'm going to talk a little bit about the debate last night. I didn't watch all of it, I have to admit. I've watched some snippets of it uh, later on. And I heard a really interesting twist on it because as a Trump supporter myself, I wanted him uh, to come out swinging, which I think he did. I think he did from what I've seen. But I also wanted him to act like a lion. You ever seen a lion like on uh, National Geographic or uh, some kind of wildlife shows uh, where they'll grab a gazelle by the throat and hang on until they're dead? That's kind of what I was expecting last night, and he kind of let me down there. But um, uh, at the end of the day, I, I'm I can honestly say I think Donald Trump was the winner. I don't think he he uh, he uh, landed any uh, knockout punches. But there's uh, there's four there's three rounds left, so I, I think I think Joe's I think Joe's hurting right now. I think uh, Joe showed his butt. He uh, uh, he showed he really doesn't know what he's talking about. He couldn't come up with one single thing that he's accomplished in 47 years. I think that's pretty telling right there, too. But I did hear a twist on that today, a, a, a version, uh, an opinion of uh, what Trump was actually doing. And it, it kind of makes sense because this is not a, a usual election year or election cycle. It, it's, it's completely out of the ordinary. Uh, typically, what you do in most election cycles be a Democrat or Republican there's 40% of the electorate that's going to vote for you no matter what so that's 80% okay so you got 20% of the electorate uh, that you have to sway one way or the other and uh, actually it's not 20% it's 11% because all you need is 51% of the vote in order to win so in most election cycles you want to Stay close to the center, so that you can get some of these independents to vote for you, and get enough where you can you can sway the election in your in your uh, in your uh, to your side. The difference with this one is the forty percent that you've got voting for you. So so let's just say it's forty percent Dem- or forty percent Republicans. Those forty percent, you're going to be lucky out of that forty percent to get half of them to show up to vote. That's in a typical election cycle. Because I think, I think at the end of the day, I think there's like 40% of the electorate votes. So it's not a, whole, it's not a huge amount. It's not a huge amount. I mean, most people don't vote. Uh, most people don't. They, do, they just don't vote. Uh, they, may, they may talk a good game on Twitter or uh, Facebook and all that. But at the end of the day, they don't, they don't go vote. But in this election cycle, especially on the Republican side, you could pretty much guarantee... That probably 80 to 90 percent of that 40 percent are going to show up. Okay, that's called voter enthusiasm. People are going to stand in line. They're going to make sure that their vote is there, that it's counted, and that they they were there that day. Okay, his enthusiasm is through the roof. Now, let's let's walk let's go over to the well and so let's go over to the Democrat side. You've still you've got 40 percent of the electorate that's going to vote for you. Okay, now. In a typical election cycle, you'll have you know, 80% of those people show up maybe or 70%. Let's say half. Let's just say half, okay? That's on a good election cycle. You'll have half the people show up. No one no one cares for Joe Biden. They're 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 voting against Donald Trump. That's not enthusiasm. That's like, well, I don't really like Trump, so I'm going to vote for I'm going to vote for Biden. I'm not excited about it. I'm not fired up about it. I'm not going to stand in line to do it, but I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. So suddenly, those 11% of independents who are uh, who are on the on the on the fence, which I don't know who would be on the fence at this point. They're not as important as they used to be. Because now, all I need to do, instead of 50% of my 40%, if you're following me, follow the math here, you know, we both get 40%. It's getting those people to show up. If I can sh- if I can get, instead of 50%, I can get 60%, maybe 65% of them to show up, I won the election. It's that simple. And I think that's what happened last night. I don't think... Donald Trump, he got some good shots in. There's no doubt about it. What he did was he called, he called out Donald Trump. Or he called, Donald, Trump, Donald Trump called out Joe Biden for being a socialist. And naturally, Joe 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 said he didn't deny it. What he said was the Republican Party is me now. He didn't say he was a socialist. He didn't. He didn't say that. So that's basically a denial. And believe me, that's going to turn a lot of people off at, uh, when it's all said and done. There's a lot of people are going to be turned off by the fact that he's not a socialist. Those left-leaners that were going to vote for Joe or Joe Biden may not show up at all now. See? That's going to... I guarantee you... This is my... This is, I could be wrong, but... I believe that his... That Donald Trump's... Um group, his, his, uh, his people behind the scenes that are running his his, uh, his campaign, his campaign manager and everybody all the people that go along with it, have figured out that this is nothing more than getting more people to come and vote on their team on a, a, a Republican that's what this is all about it's not about getting new voters, it's not about doing that it's about getting your base to come out and voter enthusiasm alone is going to take him to the take him over the finish line. I really believe that. Because I don't think Joe Biden, I can tell you this much. If let's just say for example, you're at a uh, oh, you're going to go see a movie, all right? It's something you've been told is really good and uh you you you've seen a, a trailer and it's like, "Uh, eh whatever they say it's good but i'm not i'm not fired up about it it's not like it's not like a a, you know a star wars remake or something uh it's it's more of a eh, you know if i got nothing else to do i'll go see the movie all right that's fine if i got nothing else to do uh they say it's good i'm gonna go over there and see it now let's say you show up at the movie theater and there's a line around the block what are you gonna do what are you going to do? I know what I would do. I would say, you know what? I'm not doing this tonight. It's too much trouble. I'm not doing that. I'm not standing in line for this. I don't even know if the movie's any good. Why would I stand in line? Yeah, that's what you're talking about. I guarantee you, when these Democrats, and especially young people, when they show up at the polls, and there's a line around the block of Republicans Dem- or, uh, Republicans and Trump supporters, they're not going to vote they're not going to do it. And don't give me this mail-in ballot crap cuz that's not going to do anything. They're already finding out that that's a that's a loser so far. There there is going to be ballot harvesting, but it's, I don't think it's going to have much to do with this election. I don't think it's going to be enough of it. I think I personally believe the Trump his support is going to be so overwhelming that it's going to be insurmountable to cheat this time. Now, it may next time it may be if it's a close election, you know, what I worry about are the down the down uh, ballot uh, votes, the uh, the uh, uh, the senators, the you know the House of Representatives stuff like that. That could be an issue, but I, I don't. I really don't think it's going to. At the end of the day, I think his voter enthusiasm is going to carry through to a lot of these people. I just don't see that happening. I mean, I, I talked to a friend of mine again today, uh, who was. Uh, uh, was on the road again. He said he saw nothing but nothing but Trump uh, Trump signs everywhere he goes. He said it doesn't matter where you go, they're everywhere. There is voter enthusiasm like nobody's business in this right now. Now, is that is that going to take him to the finish line? I think it is. Uh, his voter enthusiasm is way over anybody in history. So if this doesn't work, then I don't know what would. Voter enthusiasm has everything to do with it. You have got to get people out to vote on that day. I mean, you know how it is. It's a Tuesday. You know, you go up there. There's 40 people in line. You know, oh, man, do I have time for this? Tell you what, I'll do it after work. And then you don't. That, Believe me, everybody that's listening to this or anybody that's going to listen to this is going to say the same thing. That's what's going to happen. They're going to say... Yeah, i uh, it, it, it'll be fine. It, it, he'll he'll still win, or or he, you know, Joe's fine. He'll he'll be all right. Yeah, that's that's what you're thinking, and I, I guarantee you that's what's going to happen. So, last night, as far as the debates concerned I think at the end of the day, Donald Trump won because Joe Biden. What what the what the commentators on cable news will tell you is Joe Biden won, and the reason he won is because he didn't die on stage. Now that's a pretty low bar to set for, uh, for a debate is, uh, oh yeah, uh, you know, my guy won because he didn't die, you know, or he didn't, he didn't wander off on the stage and pull his pants down. I mean, if that's, if that's all you've got, you're, you're hurting big time. There's no enthusiasm for this guy. And it's not, and believe me, that's going to carry over into the, the election itself. I, I, I guarantee you it will. So, uh, uh, it, last night was, uh, like I said, I didn't watch all of it. I watched bits and pieces, and I've seen replays of it. Donald Trump did take him to town on a few things, and and uh, I think his big one was, uh, "You've been here forty-seven years. I've done more in forty-seven months, and you've done in forty-seven years." That's a great line because it's true. Yeah, you know, Joe Biden is a, he is a not a very nice person, and uh, don't give me that stuff. He's a nice guy. He's not. He's not. He puts on a great front. He, he puts on a great front For the most part But at the end of the day He's about as corrupt as they come And you can prove that um, You know Donald Trump brought up Hunter Biden And uh, the money that he's taken from Burisma And uh, the uh, Mos- Moscow uh, uh, wife of the, uh, the mayor the mayor's, uh, the mayor's wife 3.5 million What's that all about? You take 1.3 billion dollars from the Chinese To run a hedge fund that you don't know how to do? Come on Come on man What's the deal? Come on, man. Yeah, uh, Joe's in a lot of trouble. He is, uh, I, he's not gonna win this and he knows it. I think the internal polling is telling the, the uh, and what I mean by internal polling, I'm talking about pollsters that actually do their job. Cost thousands upon hundreds of thousands of dollars to do these polls to find out who in fact really is winning. You know, not these ones where it's a, it's a, a a popularity contest. Those are stupid. CNN does those all the time. They're a waste of time. You're gonna you're gonna pull like a thousand people, and 950 of them are gonna be Democrats. Well, of course you're gonna come out with a uh, you know a conclusion and a number that that suits your your agenda. That's how that works. That's how they do it. It's called skewed polling. That's why you can't believe any of these from any of these newscasters or news news media places. You got to look at poll. You got to look at people that actually do this for. I mean, they actually have scientific ways of doing this. Yeah, you know, and and I guarantee you, those internal polls are showing Trump is probably going to win big time. I, I really believe that. So uh, at the end of the day, if you're a Trump supporter, don't you know? Don't be worried about this. Uh, he he did his job. He did his job. I mean, he flubbed his dub a time or two. But I mean, when Biden starts bringing up, when you start bringing up about Hunter, and all he can do is say, "Oh, Bo died. Bo was a good guy." My my other son, he died. Did I tell you he died of a brain, a, 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 you know, brain cancer? Did I mention that? Yeah, Joe, you did a couple of times. Yeah, that's that's pathetic. When you're using sympathy to avoid answering a question, I I I immediately am suspect of you. Yeah. and Joe's done that for ever since Bo died. Anytime somebody brings something up that's out of the ordinary that he doesn't like, he brings them both. I I don't know, but did you see? You probably saw it. uh, His confrontation with that uh, uh, military guy at at that uh, that one rally, where the guy said, "Hey, why did you vote for the Iraq War?" and and all Joe could say was, "Oh, my son fought. My son was in that war. That my son was in that war. What's that got to do with it?" I want to know why you why you voted for it. And the guy ended up calling him a, uh, what? A, not a loser, but a uh, a fraud. Yeah, you were a fraud. You're unqualified. Unqualified, I believe is what he said. I thought it was great. Yeah, Joe walked off like he just, you know, like he'd been the tough guy and he, he told him what, you know, Yeah, I, I'm surprised he didn't challenge him to a push-up contest. The guy's a weirdo. He, he really is. Anybody that's, anybody that's still voting for Biden, I, 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 I'm suspect of your IQ. I really am. Because this is not, this is not what you think it is. Joe Biden is a, is a parasite. He's been living off the, 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 uh, the, the toll, the, the federal, uh, tit basically for 47 years. And he's become very wealthy doing it. So, you know, you've got to be suspect. If you're not, you're not using your head. So, uh, well, that's about all. I'll talk to you later. Hello there. Got a great, got a good uh, show today or, you know, 15 minutes worth anyway, so I won't bore you to death, I know most people don't, they stop listening after 15 minutes anyway, so it works out pretty good, that's about my, it's about my time frame. So uh, what I want to talk about today is the fact, uh, let's see, it's uh, October 7th, uh, 2020, so we're coming up on the uh, the big election, and uh, I, I, uh, I've, I've had calls from several of my friends, people I know, uh, really worried about this election, really concerned. Thinking that, you know, maybe Trump's not going to win. This is going to be terrible. And I cannot guarantee you that Trump is going to win. There are really, there are a lot of unforeseen things going on in the world. But I mean, the deep state. I mean, they can they can they uh, hell, uh, ballot harvest to the point where it makes makes a huge difference. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they're that smart. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But my friends are, are uh, very very concerned about this. They they think that uh, you know, it's looking bad. And I just want I just want to reassure everyone. And I again, I'm not I'm not a uh, you know, a, a psychic. I'm not uh I'm not a medium. I don't uh, predict the future, but the people that I know, the people that I listen to, the people that uh do podcasts that uh, write articles, uh, educated people, people without that do not have Trump derangement syndrome. They are telling me now, now, mind you, there are five or six that I listen to on a on a daily basis, and very very logical, um, you know, logical people who who use the facts, and and, and go from there. So. They're saying now. And mind you, these five people that I'm I'm bringing up uh, predicted in 2016 that Trump would win and Hillary Clinton would lose. Now, mind you, this is this is during an election cycle when the night before, the night before, the New York Times predicted that Hillary Clinton had a 95 percent chance of winning. I believe that's. I believe that was it. It was. It was a, an astronomical amount. They just knew that she for sure was going to win. Um, there was no doubt about it. And my five people that I listened to, very educated, some, some, some are you know formally educated. Some are just you know school hard knocks kind of people. They said that because she had not campaigned in the Rust Belt that she would lose in the swing states the key states and she would lose the election and guess what happened she lost the election so I have a tendency to believe these people over a Fox News poll where they poll 200 people and 48% of them are Democrats 22% are Republicans and the rest are supposedly undecided And then they come out with a 14-point swing, 14-point margin of uh, victory for Joe Biden. It makes no sense. Joe Biden, during the primaries, in Iowa, got 0.4% of the vote. Wasn't even a full half a percent. He, 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 He came in fourth. Fourth, that's right. He came in fourth in Iowa. He came in fifth in New Hampshire. Okay? Now, so you're going to tell me that this man, who historically, if you lose in New Hampshire, you don't win that primary? Historically, presidents do not win the election. It has never happened before. Okay? So I just wish everyone would quit watching the mainstream media and this nonsense they're throwing around because if you think about it if you think about it they're making money on this okay that's what they're in business to do is to make money it, either by clicks on their website or viewership and then they sell that with ads you know and make money off of that they have to keep this interesting all right they have to make it seem like it's a close race. I, I I liken it to watching a Super Bowl game and think about it. Think about I, I can't think of the teams and everything, but um think about a Super Bowl you watched years ago. I don't watch Super Bowl anymore. I I'm done with professional sports, they're all full of it. I I I, I just can't do it. So I, I'm talking about years ago. Say twenty years ago. You and fifteen year buddies are sitting around, wives are there. Okay, we're watching the Super Bowl. Everybody's excited. The game starts. We're all excited, you know, and watching it. We we even watch the commercials. You know, commercials are interesting if they're done correctly. Okay, halftime rolls around. The score is 57 to 10. Okay? It's a blowout. Now, those 15 friends and their wives, what are they going to do? Okay, I know what I did. I was at a a friend of mine's house, had a pool table, ping pong table, uh, any number of things. What were we doing? We were playing pool and we were playing ping pong, and we were doing anything but watching the game. It maybe out of the corner of our eye, because it was boring. Okay, so think about it. What do you really think they're trying? They're attempting to do here. They're trying to keep you interested. Because they that's the only way they can make money. Because if you know how advertising works, an advertiser, actually the client, is guaranteed a certain amount of people watching his commercial. And the network is guaranteeing that there will be that amount of people watching. And if there isn't, they either get a discount or they get it for free or they don't pay at all. Okay? So, the network's, in order to survive are making sure that this seems like it's a close game and i don't believe it is i don't believe it is if you look at the just just as an just as an example look at the amount of people who tend attend trump rallies and then compare that to the amount of people who have have uh, attended Biden rallies. Now, I know Biden hasn't had that many, but he has had town halls. He's had little, you know, get-togethers. People knew they were, he was going to be there. He's having single digits show up, maybe in the teens. Trump, on the other hand, has tens of thousands show up. So that alone tells me that enthusiasm alone, that gap is going to be hard to bridge for Joe Biden. Joe Biden, I still think... And I and I go with what one of my uh, one of the people that I watch uh, says. He still believes that Hillary Clinton is going to take uh, Joe Biden's place. Okay, before this election, Hillary Clinton will be the nominee. Now everybody says, "Oh, you can't do that. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. No, 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 no. You don't know how things work. Okay, It has nothing to do with the Constitution. It has nothing to do with that. People say that's unconstitutional. No, no, that's not how it works. It's not how it works. The 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 DNC, the Democratic National Committee, all they have to do, all they have to do, is say, we have decided to choose another candidate. Now, if you vote for Joe Biden, that vote will go to Hillary Clinton. That's all they have to do. They are private company. The DNC is not part of the government, okay? It's a completely different thing. They can do whatever they want. That's why when they talk about these primaries being rigged and everything and how Bernie got screwed, there's nothing against the law on that. That's a private corporation. They can do whatever they want. They can have the person who wins, you can just say, no, we're not going to choose them. We're not going to do that. And at the end of the day, the electors will make the decision... After the election. That's who actually ultimately decides. See, the, the President of the United States is not chosen on November 3rd, the day of the election. The President is chosen when the electors get together and they vote based on what, basically, supposed to be based on what their, their state decided. You know, the vote as far as the state was concerned. So it's 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 not what you think it is. You think it's like hiring a you know like like voting for the dog catcher. President doesn't work that way. Okay, it's not the popular vote. It's the electoral college, which is completely different than a popularity contest. This isn't like running for uh, you know student council president. It doesn't work that way. Okay, this is completely different. And the reason it is completely different is because if it didn't work that way, New York and California would be the ones choosing our president year after year because they're the most populous states uh in the country they would be deciding alone chicago or uh, california new york would show would choose every single time because there would be no way to beat them electoral wise so that's why that's why i wanted to do this I, i i i find it amazing that you know People are stuck. again. I don't want to. I don't want to go out and say that I guarantee one hundred percent. You know, I could see into the future and tell you that that uh, uh, you know Donald Trump's going to win this election. No, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't guarantee you that. But what I will say is uh, that I firmly believe, based on everything I've read, everything I've seen, everything I've heard. That he has a better shot than he did in 2016. He's got a better shot than then. He has. He they are polling. They are showing he has improved and increased his Hispanic uh, support. He's improved and, in, and uh, increased his Black support. Now you're not going to lose by 14 points nationally if you can win. You know, twenty or twenty-five percent of the black vote—it's just not going to happen. The Democrats have to have the black vote; they have to in order to win this. Hispanic would be great too, but they're not going to get it. People are sick of this. People are not energized by Joe Biden—not at any level. He's horrible. He's a horrible candidate. He couldn't—you couldn't have picked. If you'd have gone out and 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 tried to pick the worst candidate to run for president. You couldn't have done better than Joe Biden. And then to top it off, you couldn't have picked a worse vice president nominee. Kamala Harris could, I'm she would be the only one I can think of that would be worse than Joe Biden is Kamala Harris. She's divisive, she's terrible, she's a she slept her way to the top. She's horrible. Horrible, horrible issues, horrible horrible uh 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 you know, platforms, the things she stands for—it's terrible. So, yeah, you couldn't have gotten a worse one, and that's what Democrats need to think about. Democrats that I know, Democrats that I love—that I—you need to think about this. Biden is not going to be the president, okay? He's just not. He's going to be—he's going to be, he's gonna be a, a figurehead, and Kamala Harris is going to be running the show, okay? This woman's a lunatic, and I'm—and I used to be a Democrat. And to some degree, I still am, but I don't know who these people are because they're not Democrats. I don't know who these people are. It's a different party. It's a I don't know what it is. They've they've I'm partyless at this point. I am I am a drifted sea when it comes to politics because there's no one to cling to. No one. I mean, I'm not a Republican, for God's sakes. I'm not. I'm not. But I'm not going to stand by and support. A party who has lost its mind. I'm just not going to. Uh, uh, Barack Obama taught me that. You know, he lied to me and the country. You know, in 2012, or uh, no, Eight, twelve. 12. Yeah, was it 12? No, it was 2008. That'd be 12, 16. Yeah, yeah. In in 2008, he lied to the entire country. He lied. He said he was going to do things he never did. Never had any intention of doing. And I I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But that guy was no good. And that's what broke me of being a, because the guy's got a D behind his name, I'm voting for you. That's insanity. I'm learning that as I get older. You know, there are, and, and to boot, to boot, don't let Trump kid you. He's not a Republican. He's not. Don't let him kid you. He only ran, ran on the Republican ticket because he know he thought he had a better shot at winning than going with the Democrats because they're, they're so evil and so corrupt. He was a business Democrat. Bottom line. That's what he was. And he still is. I mean, his, his positions are not that far out. They're really not. They're not the ultra-conservative. I mean, he doesn't care about it homosexuality. He doesn't care about gay rights. He doesn't care about LGBT. He doesn't care. Whatever. Religion. Whatever. He doesn't care. It's not like he's taking a stand on saying you have to do A, B, or C. He's not. He's like, whatever. It's a free country. Right? It's the way I feel about it. Do whatever you want as long as it's not illegal. That's a democratic view. It is. It is. Leave us alone. It's almost libertarian, but I mean, libertarians are basically uh republicans that want to smoke dope and i I, i've never been a big fan of that but whatever you know you can do whatever you want people can be whatever they want i don't really care but at the end of the day i'm gonna sum this up at the end of the day i firmly believe that this is going to be a carbon copy or close to that of 2016 and that's where i stand you guys have a good day